What's up, Kingsters? This is Kinkyistics with Kristen. And Jamie, we're here to pleasure all your holes, so let's jump into it. I think we actually got it right. Yay! So this month we are doing The Dragon's Bride by Katie Roberts. No S. I didn't say the S. I thought I heard an S. You were thinking I was going to say the S because I always say the S. Maybe. But I was thinking, don't say the S as well. So, She's also known as Katie Hurd. Or is it Heard? I don't know. H-I-R-D. You're asking me how to pronounce a word? <laughs> Let's go with the first one. But I think one. her pen name is Katie Robert. Because that's what she writes, writes under. Yes. I... Slow blink across the room. <laughs> No, so I'm going to read the back because that's the exciting part, right? Mm, Usually. Briar Rose might have a name out of a storybook, but she learned a very young age that no prince was coming to save her. She'll have to save herself. Unfortunately, even that is an impossible task in her current situation, trapped in a terrifying marriage to a dangerous man. Despite times, desperate times call for desperate measures, which is how she finds herself making a deal with a demon. Freedom from her husband in return for seven years of service. She is expecting service to be bra- backbreaking and harsh. She doesn't expect to be put on the auction block in a room full of literal monsters and sold to the highest bidder. To soul, a dragon. He might seem kinder than his fearsome looks imply, but she knows better than to trust the way he wants to take care of her or how he is invested in her pleasure. In her experience, if something seems too good to be true, it certainly is. Falling for soul is out of the question. She's suffered enough and she has no intention of staying in this realm, even if she leaves her heart behind when she returns to her normal life. The end. <laughs> See, I hadn't read any of that, so I didn't really know much about this book. I just knew that she ended up with a dragon somehow. Oh. So I, I jumped into this without knowing anything. I read the back. I mean, like, that's the first thing I do when I get a book. I'm like, ooh, what's, what's this about? Right, right. But I didn't do the hard copy of the book. I read it on Kindle. No, I know. So I should probably do that more to save money, but I enjoy having all the books. Yes. This would be a book that I would like to have. I would definitely read it again. Yes. Though, it was very short, though. It is. It's only like 176 pages without the epilogue. Hello. Mm-hmm. You know, it would be great. 78. 178. Yeah. And actually, when I got halfway done, because... Kendall will tell you where you are in the book progress and whatnot. And I was yeah. like, seriously, how am I halfway done? There's so much that needs to happen. And this book is halfway done. What? How? I kept feeling that way throughout the entire book. And I was just thinking, well, this is really good. And it makes everything that's happening makes sense. But I almost want more. Mm-hmm. That's my only gripe with the book is I wanted more. Yes. Because... You just felt like it could have been longer and there would have been no problems. Right. You would have gotten more progression of the more um, build relationship. You would have gotten more. Um, they wouldn't have had sex as fast, I don't think. More sexual tension, at least. Yeah. Yeah. 
And of course, there would have been more sex in general. Yes. If it would have been longer. That's true, because there's only like one or two sex scenes. <sighs> Three? Three. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. But it's Katie Robert. Like, yeah. three's nothing. Right. I mean, and I mean, like, they, I mean, they do get progressively kinkier and kinkier each time. They do. But... They do. Because the first time, it's just his tongue, and then he decides that he has to have sex with her, so then he takes her back into the keep, and he has sex with her. Yes. Yeah. So I count those technically as two. Oh, do you? Because I count that as one. Like, because it was foreplay of eating her out, okay. right? Like, he was fucking with her tongue. So mm-hmm. that's being eaten out. Well, and, and this then man's they... tongue is big enough that he literally fucked her with his tongue. Yeah. Well, dragon. He's a dragon. And so it's a forked tongue. Right. But He's the... a humanoid dragon because in the history of his people... They have mated with humans before, and so they're not, like, as tall as houses, dragons, like she says. They're... Well, some are. Some are. But very because, few. Yeah. Because they decided to keep it all in the family. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Yeah. But, um... Yeah, so like the ones that actually did breed outside of the species with humans for the re- the magical reasons that the book gives. Yeah, because they became... say that for some reason humans have magic in their bloodline and then... Um... They're great conduits of yeah, magic. Yeah, that's what it was. So even though they can't like tap it in themselves, or most can't tap into their own magic and they can't like actually use the magic, their magic passes to their bloodlines. Right. And the species that can tap into the magic, like dragons and succubi and whatever, they benefit by having human children with them, mm-hmm. strengthening the magic and the lineage. Which is why Saul wanted um, a human, a wife. human bride. Which actually, it wasn't him; it was his parents that wanted him to have a human wife. But he eventually decided that yes, my happiness or my um, selfishness is more. Not as important as the people. But it turns out he likes this human bride. He does. He falls in love with this human bride. Spoiler alert. They fall in love (laughs) with each other. And they're both having these little moments like, no, this can't be it. I I can't be falling in love with him. I can't be falling in love with her because this is only seven years. This is going to end. This is going to, I can't be falling in love. I can't be falling in love. But they do because it's a Katie Robert book. Yes. And well, it's a romance novel. They're going to fall in love. They are going to fall in love and they're going to fuck with the two cocks. That was actually something I was curious about and I knew I was going to find out pretty soon was was were his cocks up and down or if they were side to side. Right. I always imagine them up and down. So I was very satisfied to find out that there was one on top of another. Yeah. I feel like that um, works better. Um, than side by side? Yeah. Because I was just... kind of think imagining what like a sex toys do, the double edge, double penetrator mm-hmm. sex toys. That's what I was kind of imagining down there. But then to find out they're both like the same size and they're both like nine inch dildos. Right. With spikes. They have spikes? I don't think, no, they I don't, don't have, spikes. have spikes. I was imagining spikes because I was thinking, oh my goodness, he's a dragon. He should have like some scaly. Like a barbed penis like yeah. that. Yes. 
That's what I was thinking, but no. No, it's it's like a normal human cock, except it's green. Which is weird. And huge. You'd think it would at least be scaly. Yeah. Yeah. But I could see how if the scales went up when going in and out, that might be painful for him or her. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Designing monster dick is not hasn't can't be the easiest thing to think no, of. Especially I, when you think about the mechanics. That is one of the things that I uh, was a little bit upset about with the whole needing to be longer, needing more sex scenes. I really wanted a double penetration scene. Yes! With both of the cocks. Yes. not The tail was nice. The tail was nice. I did very much enjoy him shoving his tail into her ass. But you wanted the pinnacle to be a double penetration with both cocks. Right. And it just didn't happen. No. And you were sad. A little bit. I was sad, too. Because, like, the tail was fun. The tail was fun. But, like, she could be, like, licking the tail or whatever and, like, mm-hmm. you know, well, like, he's fucking with both his cocks. And it, right. she does give good reason for it, like, because that is something you do need to work up to. You don't just put a giant dick in your mm-hmm. ass and call it good, you know. Yeah. But, but I think they did at some point. But if he was working his tail into her ass, eventually, like, by the end of the book, he could have put his dick in her ass, too. Right. Just saying, like... They just didn't write it. Or she just didn't write it. Right. Maybe with the Kraken. Maybe. I don't know if the Kraken has two dicks or not. No, but he has a lot of tentacles. He does have a lot of tentacles. Did you see the the cover for the next one? Yes, I've seen the cover for that one. Do we want to read the next one? We could. Oh my goodness. Do we want to make a Katie Roberts series? Because I am, (laughs) like, in love. I love her writing style. And I love um, just her brain because like coming up with monster dick and coming up with this world that's so enriched with culture yeah i I love it it's not just about the fucking they even talk about um how his parents co-led right and briar decides that's what she wants to do but it also goes into like how especially with people that carry trauma how they have to like work through that mm-hmm. because Briar was in an abusive relationship, right? Like her characters aren't just like, oh, here's a lady fucking a dragon, which right. would have been nice enough. Like, don't get me wrong, I still would have read it and probably liked it, right? But I mean, her characters actually had personalities and characteristics and depth, yeah. And you kind of wanted them to have been like, I mean, you start reading it and you start hearing Briar's story, and you're like, oh yeah, no, she deserves somebody good. Right. I hope this ends out well for her. Because she was in an abusive marriage for 13 years. Yeah. Although I think she said he didn't hit her for the first time until like three years into their marriage. That's still 10 years of being beat. Right. And before that, there was some... 10 years of walking on eggshells, 10 years of not knowing what's going on, 10 years of having to bite your tongue and be this prim, proper, perfect person. Even before that, I bet you there was emotional and mental... manipulation oh definitely she just didn't know it was abuse yeah there was definitely some gaslighting probably going on and there was probably lots of warning signs she didn't recognize until it was too late right because she thought that he was her prince charming and that he was this wonderful man that would get her out of her shitty home life right yeah because i mean that's the relationship her parents had Mm -hmm. and that's sad yeah she deserves somebody good I did like that both of them were only children and they kind of bonded about that because they both kind of grew up lonely. 
right? Because their parents were always Busy. either do running the country or something. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes me think that they're probably going to have more than one kid. Oh, yeah. Because, spoiler alert, she does decide that she wants to have kids and stay with him. Yes. Yes, she does. Yeah. The ending um, is actually five years down the road. Oh. Yeah. The epilogue is five years um, into it, and they're having this big celebration for the spring equinox. And she's nine months pregnant, about ready to pop. And they're talking about what's going to happen and um, about the feast. And she said she loves all of the feasts that happen, but this time it was like really um, grueling for her because she was nine months pregnant. So this one was more difficult to get ready for. Yeah. And um, she ends up going into labor and having the kid like right at midnight on the spring equinox. So it's a magical baby. It is a magical baby. And it's got blue scales, which is rare for dragons. Kind of like red hair is rare for humans. Mm -hmm. Um, So I thought that was kind of cool because she is a redhead. Did Um, you know that redheads actually come from Asia and not Ireland? Huh. Yeah. Even though like I think 2% of all redheads live in ireland Hmm. and one specific county too which is why people think like red hair comes from ireland but no it comes from asia that's wild yeah they name her hyacinth oh like the flower yeah because they find out that that's the one flower that's in both realms yeah and it's not a rose it's a hyacinth so they name her hyacinth which i thought was really cute that's cute. Yeah. Because yeah. she made reference to it in the book. She was like, oh, that's a hyacinth, right? And he's like, yeah. Yeah, because he was wearing a vest with embroidery on it, and there was a hyacinth on it, but she didn't recognize the other flowers. But And that was right after the kid was born when they were like, yay. All of a sudden, he was like, how about hyacinth? Which they had talked and talked and talked about names, and they hadn't decided on a name. Because neither one of them could come up with the one that the other one liked. And then he said that one and then it was just perfect. Yay. Yeah. I thought it was cute. It was very cute. Yeah. Okay, so we should probably go sit plot. (laughs) Now that we've talked about like all of our favorite things. Okay, so it starts off. She makes a demon with the devil. A deal with a demon. Yeah, a demon. A deal with a demon Mm -hmm. named... As a Azazel. Azazel. Yeah. Sorry, terrible at names. That's fine. And then he sweeps her up and brings her to the realm and says, get dressed. And she picks out a dress. And the next thing you know, she's lined up in front of a bunch of people and they pick each pick out a girl. Yep. They all scream colors of the, the girl. dress that they're wearing. Uh-huh. And Azazel keeps one for himself. Mm-hmm. And all the girls go off. One with a succubus, one with a kraken. Oh, that succubus one's going to be hot. I know. Oh, my goodness. Um, okay. I don't remember what the other one is. There was um, a gargoyle. A gargoyle. Because there's a map in the very beginning mm-hmm. of the book. And you have the kraken 
from Thane, which is like just a bunch of islands. And then you have the dragons, and then the gargoyles to the south, then the bargainer demons, and in the center, and then to the north is the uh, incubi and succubi run by Rushka. And they put their little homes of where they are actually on the map. So, like, Brom is the gargoyle, and he's, like, in this place between a giant lake and the mountains. Where Sol is, like, in the forest area south of a river and a lake. Azazel. That demon. The leader of the fucking demons. He's, like, in the mountain range. And Rushka, Rushka, the succubi, she's up by a lake too, which is weird. They're all around water. Hmm. I didn't look at the map much. I knew it was there, but I didn't look at it much. Yeah. And it makes you think that like, there's more to the world mm-hmm. that she's created, but she only just picked five for now to see how it goes. Probably. But right now there's only two books, um, which is this one and then the Kraken. But the Kraken's not out yet. I don't think it comes out until October. What? I could be wrong. That's bullshit. I could be wrong. No, it's okay. I'm going to go look on Amazon right now. Because Jeff Bezos might be a dick and an asshole. (laughs) And stealing all the world's money. But he did create a service that we all rely on. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Um, so she gets bought by a dragon and then she finds out that she has to get married and she's like, what? No, I'm not getting married again. I'm already married. And then Azazel's like, um, technically you're a widow because he killed her husband. No, it is set for October 11th. Okay. And then it's followed by the Gargoyles Captive, which is book three. Mm-hmm. And that releases March. So. So we've got some time before the next one comes out which is bullshit okay <laughs> she has to have some time in between books no sh- no <laughs> <laughs> jamie you're a writer you know how this works i know that's why i stopped i didn't even get to say the joke all the way through <laughs> i was like no So she gets bought by this dragon and she has to marry him and she ends up marrying him and then he spends like three days ignoring her. She's just in her room and she gets food delivered and she's just kind of hanging out in her room. And then the the other demon, Romanu, um, the one that comes to check on her and then he teases the dragon like he comes in and he checks on Briar and then he's like, okay, well, let's go find your husband. And then he goes and finds the husband and he's like why have you been ignoring your bride yeah and it's all because azazel actually wants peace between all the kingdoms so he's bribing them with ladies yes and he he worked really hard to find people that actually would get along with these people he did i i really do think he put some actual research into the ladies he was making deals with right you know so they would want to stay in these realms Mm -hmm. but they would also want to be with the these monsters right and that that's not something you can just pluck any random stranger off the street to do no well i mean you're a demon you're making deals with humans you don't want to just pluck anybody and plus people that um make deals with demons are usually desperate 
Right. They've got something going on that they, um, there's some reason that they're making a deal. You don't just do it because you want a million dollars. What? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. I would always, I would, no, I'm kidding. I wouldn't make a deal with a, a demon just for, um, a million dollars. It would have to be at least a trillion dollars. Mm. At least. For seven years. Oh, then maybe like ten billion. <laughs> or seven billion. That way I'm making a billion dollars a year. Yeah. yeah. You know. Take like Isn't a nice little break. Than a billion, though? It is. So seven trillion. But I also don't want to overcharge the demon. Mm. Because that seems wrong to me. <laughs> He's a demon. It doesn't matter. If he's like making a decent deal, I don't want to overcharge him. You know, like. Which I think it's interesting at the beginning. Um, both of them are like, oh, seven years. That's so long. And then like even that- just a month, it's like seven years is nothing. Because they fall in love with each other and they, they're like, no, seven years isn't long enough. And then they decide that they want to stay together. Right. They're like, oh, no. I'm so sad. Which the thing that makes them confess to each other is there's this little game that they play. Um, after they swim, and then she's like, "Do you remember what I, what you told me the first day I was here?" Oh, the bedroom games that and that they play, and one of them was a chase game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, this is the first time they do the chase game. Yeah, but I, that was one of the games that they right. played. Because they play different ones. They do. Yeah. They like to explore their kink with each other. They do. They have a breeding kink. They do have a huge breeding kink. Because they both want... Um, she's always asking him to fill her up with his cum. And he's more than happy to oblige with his two cocks. Right. And he's like... Like, it's always talking about filling her. Mm-hmm. Yep. And even at one point she wants to say put a baby in me but she ends up not doing it because she doesn't want that so she doesn't say it. Right. This is before she decides that she does want it. I wonder why it took him five years. Because she wanted um, Oh yeah that's right. She wanted time alone with with him him. before they had children. Yes. So they waited four years and then they started trying to have a kid. So then uh, almost a year later they're having their first kid yeah but when she asks him to chase her um he ends up biting off the birth control that's right and that's where he t- according to azazel the demon broke the contract because he felt that he was harming her by going against her wishes. Right. Because they had only talked about it once and they had only, she said that she didn't want to have kids. Yes. But she was changing her mind about whether she wanted kids and they were having that conversation. And in the moment before he did it, he got consent from her to do it. He did. As part of the game. And right afterwards, after the chain had been broken and the birth control is technically gone, he did go to Azazel to get more birth control, get another necklace. He did. So, like, he wasn't harming her or going against her wishes. No. 
they were talking about it and Azazel happened to pop up and be like, um, you breached the contract, bye, and woofed her away. Yes. But she did give consent because he did say, if you run again, I'm going to fuck you right here. And she did. She knew what she was doing. She gave consent for it. Yes. She knew she was in danger of becoming pregnant and she decided to do it anyway. Yes. Because they have a breeding kink. Right. Which I don't know much about it. I just know it's um is it actually wanting to get pregnant or is it just wanting to have your pussy filled with cum? I don't know. I don't know much about breeding. I think some from what I've read online, some people it's definitely I want to be pregnant with your baby. And I just want to be bred like cattle. But I okay. think some people just also like to be, like, have that feeling of being full of cum. Mm-hmm. And so that's its kink itself. Well, because I know there are people out there that have a breeding kink, but they don't want kids. Yes. So, I don't know. I think it depends on the person. Hmm. Maybe we'll research it a little bit more and add that to our post. Maybe. You should follow us on Instagram. Keep up with that shit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've been posting it on Twitter because um, it doesn't let me for some reason when I post to Instagram. Oh, interesting. It doesn't let me do it with Facebook either because it's your Facebook account. Oh, that's fair. But. Um. Yeah, during that part, I think I just wrote oops in my notes because there was that big oops. <laughs> With the whole issues. And she was in um, Azazel's care for three days at that point. That's true. And she was terrible. Like, she, she was, was so mean to him because he took her away from the man that she loves so she was like angry almost tore his face off yep got so bad he actually put her in a cage for a little bit with eve yeah which eve is the woman that azazel chose for himself and they're having issues and briar even comes at him about that well no wonder eve doesn't want you right azazel gets pissed off at that for good reason see i kind of want that book that one's probably going to be the last one. Probably. But. For me, it was the succubus. Yeah. Yeah. No, the succubus one will be really good. But I, I kind of want to. I'm curious how the relationship between Eve and Azazel goes. Is what I'm curious about. It's not necessarily the sex. It's the I want to see the relationship. Right. <sighs> Which the succubus is female. Because oh, succubus I know. usually are. It's the incubus that's male, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I know. Just for those of you that don't know. Oh my goodness. I know. That's part of the the attraction for me. I figured. It's the lesbian sex. And we know she can do it well because she's done it before. Right. Or we've read it before, I mean. Yeah, I know. And that's why I'm like really excited. And on top of that, incubi ha- or succubus and incubus in her realm have like are partially smoke. And I was just thinking, like, how does the smoke play into the sex? Mm-hmm. Like, does it like is it tangible? Like, 
I'm really curious about how that fucking works. Like, does it go up and it just rub against the clit? Or does it, like, go into the hole and, like, massage everything inside like a cock would? Or, like, does the smoke not play at all? And the succubus is just using toys in her hands and her mouth. I mean, that would still be fascinating and really hot to read, but... I don't think the smoke is tangible. But that's the thing. It could be. It could be completely tangible. It could be. And that would be hot. That would be. Could you imagine if the smoke was tangible and the things she could do with the smoke while doing things? Because then there's a lot more possibilities for play. There is. There's also, like, she could, like, rub the nipples with with the smoke or with her hands while the smoke goes inside. Mm -hmm. You know, like, the smoke could also, like, if she's wearing a strap on and fucking her... Like, the smoke could, like, rub her clit or rub her and, like, just, like, completely encapsulate her entire body. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Okay, so then, back to the plot. (laughs) That thing we have trouble covering every time? Yep. Right? Well, and we usually jump around, too. Um, so there was the oopsie and then she's at Azazel's and she's there for three days. And the reason it's three days is because that's how long it takes Saul to get there. And usually it takes five days, but he has just been booking it because he's like, I'm I don't think my he slept back. or anything. I don't think so either. <laughs> he just, I'm getting my bride back. Yeah. And I thought it was kind of cute that that's his name for her. He always calls her bride. Yes. Instead of, like, actually her name or anything. He's well, just he like, does bride. say her name, but he does say bride. Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> so then they have this discussion with Azazel and then... Um... To be fair, he does have to traverse a river, a forest, and some mountains to get to Azazel. Yep. Either that or he has to, like, somehow make it through his entire nation, go to the sea where the Kraken is, go around the mountains... To go to Azazel. This map is very helpful, actually. I'm very thankful she has been there. Yeah. It gives you a better idea of what he had to face in, mm-hmm. in three days before getting. Yeah. Yeah. And he's not, he doesn't have wings. No. So he had to actually, like, trek Walk. through all of that stuff. Yeah. Um. But anyway, they have a conversation with Azazel and he ends up letting them go and continue their seven years. Yes. But they don't really talk about or discuss continuing after the seven years. She just asks him, well, Briar asks Azazel what happens after the seven years. And he says, either you go back to the human realm or you stay here in mine. Right. So you get a choice in where you go afterwards. And that's when she makes her decision. She's like, well, if I get a choice in the matter, I'd like to stay. Mm -hmm. Because I'm in love with this dragon man. Yep. Which, I mean, that was his plan all along. It was. Because you said earlier this is his way of keeping peace within the nations. Is offering them this um, human to... I hope you hear that when you're editing. (laughs) Is offering them a human to wed. Or to have, I guess. I don't know if all of them make marriage proposals or whatever. I just know that he said that dragons, you have to get married. 
Yeah. So. The other ones, you don't necessarily have to get married. Right. But it was just in case she had a kid, which she's like, no, I'm not going to have a kid. I don't care. Right. But I was thinking, woman, it's seven years. You have plenty of time to change your mind. I know. <laughs> like, seven years. That's a long time. Mm-hmm. I kind of agree with them in the beginning, like, seven years. Like, Well, yeah, but then when you fall in love, seven years doesn't feel like anything. That's true. Josh and I just celebrated our 13 years together. Wow. Yeah, and it doesn't feel like 13 years, at least to me. It might feel like to him because I'm terrible to live with, <laughs> but... <laughs> Ricardo and I are at four and a half. That's crazy. It doesn't feel like four. Sorry. <laughs> it doesn't feel like four and a half to me, but I don't live with you every day either. <laughs> right. No, it's 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 weird because it feels like it's been, you know, like 10 years, but it also feels like it's only been like one. Right. So I, I understand them when they were saying seven years isn't enough time. I get, yeah, when you're in love, you want it to last longer than seven years. But I get where they were at the beginning, though. Before they were in love, they were like, seven years. That, mm -mm. (laughs) That seems like a terribly long time to be going with somebody that I don't know if I'll even like as a person, let alone. As a lover. Yes. Yeah. Well, and then um, Saul said that he felt like the time was just slipping through his fingers. And that it wasn't enough. And it was he was just seeing every day just disappear. And so he wanted to have sex with her as much as possible. <laughs> Did you notice in the book um, when she was asking the demon about, I'm not going to say his name because I'm going to butcher it, about how aging worked in the other realm? And how he's like, well, if you stay there for the rest of your life, I don't know, you live to like probably 150 or something. And then they were like talking and then then Saul was talking about his age and how he's probably going to live to 150 because that's where most dragons live now Mm -hmm. because of all the breeding. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking, oh, that's so sweet. They actually get to live their lives out together without worrying about somebody dying first. That's one thing about like. When you start getting into magical creatures and with mm-hmm. humans, we're like fragile and short lives compared to them. And they're mm-hmm. like, why do I want to, you know, thinking like, why do you want a human? We're just going to die in a hundred years. That's not like very long in right. the cosmic world. But nope, the aging process and the way the realms work. and Yeah. Yeah. No, I hadn't made that connection. No? No. Oh, okay. I probably would have, but it didn't really dawn on me. Yep, just weird, weird things I see from the multiple, like, all the studying. With dragons living 250 years, you would think that he would have had his um, parents longer, but they had him late in life. Yes. Because he said he only got 40 years with them. Yeah, well, a little over 40. So he's in his 40s. And I hope she's, like, either in her late 30s or 40s. Yeah, I, mean, I think so, because she was married for 13 years. Yeah. So. So even if she got married at 18, that would put her in her 30s. Yeah. But, so they're close to the same age. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. 
not yeah, much was... really happens after that. It was just kind of a... Nope, it kind of ended right there. Like, after they decided that they loved each other and they wanted to be husband and wife like they were originally married to be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the, the book kind of ended, which made me a little sad. Like I said, I really wanted more out of this. Because mm-hmm. what I got was great, but I wanted more. Right. Which was why I decided that I had to go and get the epilogue. Whereas I was was too lazy. Right. (laughs) I had, since I read it on the Kindle edition, I just had a link and I just had to click on the link and then put my email in and then I got it. That was all I had to do. Um, But you would have had to have typed the whole thing in and do that. Mm -hmm. So it was easier for me to do it. It was a nice little ending. It gave me some satisfaction, but I still kind of wanted more. Yeah. More like, like sexual I, tension, more connection. Right. Like I wanted what didn't, ha- I wanted what happened in those four years instead of just jumping. Yeah. From being together for one month to, hey, I'm knocked up. It's five years later and I'm about to have a baby. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh, wow, that's some, that's some real whiplash right there. Yep. Whereas we just got like, okay, so I guess they're going to have a future together. That's good. Mm-hmm. But I assume there's more that happens in the other books. And you kind of get glimpses into their lives later on. Probably. So I'm not. You would think that they would intermingle at some point. Right. So I'm not like terribly upset. Yeah. Um, We're going to read Sin and Chocolate next. Aha. Uh-huh, yes. It was by K.F. Breen. Yep. Okay. It's 437 pages, so be prepared for that. Okay. This one's a bit longer. Yes, it's almost twice. It's over twice as long as this one. Yeah, see, I saw that that one said it was only like um, a four-hour read, and I was like, oh, that's fine. I can, it'll be okay. I'll do it in like two days, which I did. See, whereas I read it this morning. Yeah. (laughs) I said. Well, I could have just read it in one day. Yeah. um, But I decided to take a break. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. That sometimes happens. So in Chocolate and Sin, or Sin and Chocolate, sorry, let me. Yeah, Sin and Chocolate. I don't want to, like, be dyslexic on that. <laughs> um, I don't have dyslexia. I have ADHD, according to you. So You do. I, do, I probably do. You just need to get it diagnosed. <laughs> do I want to get it diagnosed? No. But yes, I do have ADHD and it's bad. Anyway. <laughs> well, you could be medicated and then it wouldn't be as bad. It wouldn't be as bad? Yeah, it's 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 still there. You can't get oh, rid of okay. it completely, but it's 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 better. There's no magic pill that just made me like a normal human being because I think that's what I need. It's just like I think it depends maybe like on the person. Pills? I think maybe it depends like on the 10? person and it depends on the meds, but like I still have it. I still have issues, but it's a lot better. Do than... I need 20 pills then to be a normal person? <laughs> Is that what you're telling me? Everybody's different. <laughs> but what I'm on seems to work for me and I can function mostly, but I do still have that's good. the ADHD stuff. I'm pretty good at coping. I have lots of little systems to help me cope. Okay. But talking is not one of them. I've not figured out. And I think that <laughs> I have very poor social skills because I haven't figured out how to cope with the Well, maybe ADHD. that's why we work. <laughs> I think that is why we work. Is <laughs> because we both have ADHD and we know how to, like, talk to each other without actually, like, using all the words that we're supposed to. Where others would be like, what the fuck are they talking about? That's, like, nonsense. 
and then like you and I are like, oh yeah, dragon dick. Yep. Yep. Oh my god. And then we can like fill in all those blanks yep. between dragon dick and oh my god and have a full conversation. Yep. Between the two of us, we make this podcast. We do. And I think it could probably be done with one person, but we need to. It's not as fun with just one person though. That's true. Cause it's like you're just sitting there talking. And like, this is what happened in the book. These are the characters. This is the great thing that happened. Oh my goodness, I love these connections in this world building. Oh, the grammar was good. This is da-da-da-da. Whereas, like, with the conversation, you know, I'd be like, how do you think he fit that dick in that hole? Right. When it's, like, 12 feet long. And I'm that big. <laughs> I don't know. I just over-exaggerated. <laughs> I did like how he had he was rubbing her clit with one dick while the other dick was penetrating her. That feels really nice. That does feel really nice. I do enjoy a good clit rub when I'm getting penetrated, but DP, man, that's what I was there for, and it didn't happen. I know. Which is why we're going to have to read the next book in this fucking series. So I can get some Kraken DP in. Like, Kraken has got to have... one longer. It's got to have at least some tentacle porn going on, right? It has to. It has to. It's a fucking Kraken. With all the, like, tentacles just sticking out. Like, the scene he was in where he was in a bathtub. Mm -hmm. Like, he was shoved in the bathtub and, like, all of his tentacles were, like... Exploding out of the water because he couldn't fit into it because it was too big. Well, and he's even got tentacles for hair. Yes. So, yes, I'm pretty sure there's going to be some tentacle porn going on in that one. There has to be. And we've been wanting tentacle porn since the beginning of this podcast, Kristen. Yes. <sighs> but we found out that the one that I found isn't good. Oh, is it not good? No. The reviews say it's shit and that it's not really tentacle porn well the reviews for chocolate and sin are really good and sin and chocolate sin and chocolate yep is right in front of my face someone wrote best books i've read for the year it was epic i read it twice in two days oh wow they read it twice twice in two days like they were like oh my god so good i gotta read it again right now hmm. you know yeah so sexy keeps coming up funny sassy yeah I think this one's going to be a great book. And these people are in a magical San Francisco. One of them is a demigod of Poseidon. And the other one's been touched by Hades. So with Hades magic, not Hades himself. I don't know. Maybe she got it from being touched by Hades as a child. Hmm. I don't know how that shit goes. That'd be really fucked up. If you're molested as a child and you got magical powers from it. That would be. That dev- like are supposed to end the world. Supposed to end the that's world? Some, yeah, that's some dark shit. I just came up with. Sorry. <laughs> Way to kill the mood. <laughs> Talking about some lovely dental- double penetration and pleasurable tentacle porn. And then we turn into child molestation with, you know, a little side of apocalypse. <laughs> Goodness. That's a jump. Yeah. Hi, Miss Kitty. No, but it says um, a rare type of magic feared the world over. You know, 
and she risks losing herself to the darkness. I don't know. It sounds like apocalypse to me. Yeah, could be. Could be. But I don't know. We'll read it. It'll be fun. Sin and Chocolate. It's one of six of the Demiguide's books. Okay, and the backs. Do you want me to read the back now or wait until we get the book? Yeah, we'll wait until we get the book because that's my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then after that, we'll do Wicked Fate. Wicked Fate was by Monique Stokes, I think. I'm pulling it up now. They had my orders hidden for my privacy. Which is one that I found on a targeted ad on Instagram, and I decided I had to read it, and then I mentioned it to Jamie, and she said, yes, please. Yes. It's, uh, yeah, it's by Monique Stokes, and it's about three monsters that are after Zeta's heart. Mm-hmm. So, yay! One's a vampire, one's a hybrid, and one's a what? Demon. Yeah. Which we've read about vampires before, but this one's got... Demons? Yeah. I, I kind of like demon sex, too. I like paranormal romances. So do I. It's probably why we do so many on here. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and paranormal romances usually have some kink to them. They do. Would you like me to go into the reason why? Sure. Okay. We've got time. So, um, kink is usually associated with, uh, you know, things we're not supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And the paranormal has been coded as an othering, the way kink has been othered in the sexual community, right? So usually with paranormal being othered, they kink other, and so that's why they go so well together. Hmm. Yes. Now, Makes othering sense. could also be just, you know, racial othering it could be all sorts of things but yeah kink is one of those othering things because there are books that are just kink and there are books that are just paranormal but usually they do go together yes yes they do they do well together Hmm. yeah that makes sense i like to see more feminism in the books though katie and that's why i like katie robert Mm -hmm. because she's very feminist she is storytelling the females in her books aren't like little meek whatever right they actually have personality and they know what to do and like this one she stands up for herself like she's the one that goes and almost rips off azazel's face (laughs) (laughs) and fights for what she wants yeah yeah and she takes azazel's deal like to have her husband murdered for seven years of servitude, which honestly I think is a bargain right. on her behalf. But, you know. Uh, well, and he even said that um, she would get what she wanted after the seven years, but then he decided to go ahead and kill him right then and there. Because he was like, you're my merchandise and he hurt my merchandise, so let's go take care of this now. And then he comes back with blood on his hands. Yes. Well, to be fair, when he left her for the first time... When he tried to make the first deal and he left her, she was fine. Mm-hmm. And then she, then she called him back after her ex. I don't even remember his name. Nor Ethan. No one fucking cares about Ethan. <laughs> he can suck a cock in hell. Anyway, so 
she's bloody and bruised and broken in so many ways mm-hmm. that I think Azaza was like, oh my goodness, that's such a shitty person. He deserves to die. Yep. And he used the excuse of, you know, her being the merchandise mm-hmm. when it's really not that true. Well, and he even said that sometimes he liked to get his hands dirty because, I mean, yeah. he's a demon. He didn't have to have blood on his hands. He could have just basically killed him with a snap. True. But nope, he decided that he wanted to take care of it himself. Could have also taken him to his. I don't even know how Ethan died. I probably would have had more joy knowing how Ethan died. It's possible. Even if it didn't happen in the beginning and Azazel told Soul later on how he killed him. Yeah. Because that was one thing that Soul kept wanting to know was. I wanted happened. to know. We all fucking wanted to know how Ethan died. Was it like his. Ethan deserved a pretty fucking terrible He did. He did. He was a terrible human being. I want to know how Azazel was able to do that without, like, repercussions. He's a fucking demon. demon. (laughs) I know he's a demon, but, like... Well, there probably would have been repercussions for her had she gone back. Possibly. To the realm. Because, A, she disappears right after her husband dies. Guess who's getting blamed for it? Yeah. Especially when you find out that there was years of abuse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's probably a good thing that she fell in love and decided to stay. Probably. Otherwise, she would have been, like, pinned for her husband's murder and then thrown into prison. Yeah. Instead, she gets to be the queen of the dragons mm-hmm. and have wonderful kinky sex with her double-cocked husband. And have a beautiful blue dragon baby. Yep. You know. And continue to make more babies with those two cocks. Mm-hmm. Because I think Katie also could not get over the fact that she came up with a monster with two cocks. <laughs> it's possible. I, I think she very much enjoyed writing I, that. Yes. Because it, it came up quite a few times. It did. <laughs> I was also very excited at the fact that there was two penises on this monster. Mm-hmm. That was one of the things that had originally led me to this book was, oh, my God, he's got two cocks. <laughs> right? You're like, oh, my goodness. You said two cocks, dragon. I said, Katie Robert. Okay. Yep. There was no, like, yeah. So we'll just have to continue her book series. Mm-hmm. We'll have to do the whole one this time. Instead of just one. Yeah. So we have July and August picked out. We'll have to pick something for September and in October. The next one. Yay. Or we could do it in November. Because I think... It comes out October 11th. Yeah. Which would mean we'd have like a week to read it. If we pre-order it, it shouldn't be a problem. Yeah, it's the second week of October, so we'd have a week at least. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can pre-order it, because I do Kindle Unlimited. Yeah, I don't know if it'll like let me pre-order either, because it just says Kindle right now. I don't know. I just remember that I... Um, Initiation Sex Wizards Mastery is out and I really want to read it. I have it in my list because it's on Kindle Unlimited too. 
Yeah. So I really want to read it. There was also a short story that, that she had that was like Stormy Night or something like that. That was really good. It's like an hour read. So for you, it's probably like half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Yeah. Yeah. I read a lot. Can't wait to actually start reading stuff for fun again. Well, I mean, you read at least once a month. At least once a month. I do appreciate that because prison stories, Kristen. Story of dissociative identity disorder. A black prosecutor's fight for fairness. These are the books I'm reading right now in life. And that's between papers and essays of different law cases and different laws. And, of course... Feminist yep. papers about, you know, yeah. I have a boring reading life. I'm sorry. It's okay. I do what I can. <laughs> I know. I used to read all these books all the time. And now I can't because I have to read school stuff. Me. And no, then you found okay. out that you've got two more years. I know. Which really sucks. And 18 more grand in student loans. Yep. Yep. Probably wouldn't have bought that car if you had known. No, I needed the car. car. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just going to put myself into like $100,000 worth of debt the next, between the car and the Uh, school. No. But after that, you can be a librarian. Oh my God. It's like, because the car was like 33. Yeah, it's like 60 to 70,000 worth of debt. Jeez. Between student loans and the car. Yeah. But you also get grants and scholarships, mm-hmm. which helps with not for as For now, debt. but when I get into my master's program, it'll be 18000 for the master's program. That's 9000 a year, which isn't terrible. It's not terrible, but it all has to come out of pocket or, you know, through loans. So, oh, you can't get grants or scholarships for Mm-mm. that? Not for master's. Wow. Yeah. That's why most people go through their employer for master's degrees. Mm-hmm. If they're required. And like PhDs also are one of those lovely degrees that you have to like just get loans for. So yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That's why like principals make so much more money than teachers. Because principals require a PhD in like child education or school administrative or something along those lines. And so they have to get like go to school for 12 years. And then they have to pay like for the master's and for the PhD. Yeah. And like high school and some middle school teachers have to get a master's, but it's only one year as an educator. Hmm. At at least at UMKC, it's only one year that you have to get it for a master's degree to be a teacher. Hmm. I don't want to be a teacher. I just happen to have a teacher in one of my English classes and I was talking to her. Hmm. I am not great with kids. And yet you have one. Apparently you're not supposed to say fuck around them. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking about weed. In front of children. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Those are no-nos. I know. I don't do that. But that's why I don't like children. (laughs) So I can't just be myself without corrupting them. I get that. Yeah. I get that. And I have one that lives in my house. Yes, but you get to corrupt that one because it's yours. That's true. I have corrupted that child. His grandmother's going to murder me one day. Cold blood. Like, eek, eek, eek. 
That's my mother-in-law murdering me in my sleep. Mm-hmm. She's well, like, you I ruined think... my baby. <laughs> I think that's it for this week, this month. Why do I say week all the time? I don't know. We've been doing it monthly for so long that you would think that I would. I would. Yeah, you, you would think. I don't know. I don't know either. Anyway, uh, follow us on social media. She's going to kill me in my sleep. You know that, right? Do what? She's going to kill me in my sleep when I'm easy prey with a knife. We're on Twitter, Instagram, Next Facebook, family vacation we go on. TikTok. TikTok, we have two. Josh will probably be out um, in the living room watching TV with his brother. She'll just walk in. Just like it's spelled on the podcast. And, go, um, and then I am on like, all the social medias. Take TikTok, back her son. Chat, and my Instagram, son. Twitter. Um, and maybe kill my husband as well. Do I have others? I don't remember. Just so she Facebook, can raise our child as her own. That's me. That's me. I don't let random people follow me on Facebook. Um, uh, my socials are anyway. Zebra Cakies. That's Zebra is in the animal spelled out. K-A-K-I-E-S. I wonder if my child's going to kill me one day because uh, I corrupted him. Jamie's a hoe and doesn't do social media. Do you think he would kill me? Like if we taught him how to shoot a gun? Like when I'm sleeping, like a Stewie Griffin kind of thing? No, I don't think so. Okay, I think your son good. loves you. Good, good, good. Okay. I mean, I don't think his, mo- his grandmother loves me. I think she'd kill me. Probably. Yeah. Anyway. Jamie's a hoe. Bye! Bye. <laughs>